to our latest Fraser Valor podcast. My name is Ben Cooper, an economist here at the Institute. And today I'm joined by my colleague Adam McGeeig, who leads in our Scottish Business Monitor, to discuss the latest results um, from our latest report published last week. Uh, Adam, thanks for joining me. And um, I wonder if you could start off today by just telling us a bit more about the Scottish Business Monitor. Hi Ben. Um, yeah, of course. So the FAI's Scottish Business Monitor was launched in 1998. So we're now in our 25th year um, and it's basically one of Scotland's preeminent trackers of business sentiment and activity. Um, so this Business Monitor has published weeks in advance of official kind of national statistics of the Scottish economy, providing a detailed assessment of sentiment in the business community, including investment and recruitment intentions and so on. Um, so our survey for the past 25 years or so has essentially given a bit of a sneak peek into how the economy is performing ahead of these official stats like GDP. So for those that are unaware of the Scottish Business Monitor, it is a survey of around 500 firms um, across Scotland from a range of sectors um, and we essentially ask questions around business activity, um, investment, employment intentions and so on um, and we've asked these questions since 1998 um, and these are kind of core questions but what's really great about our uh, Business Monitor is that we can adapt some questions uh, based on the current political and economic environment. So as you can imagine, in 2020, we were asking a lot of questions around home working, adopting digital processes and so on. Um, whereas now in, in 2023 and last year, especially, we were asking a lot of questions uh, surrounding the cost of living and cost of doing business crisis. Um, so it's a really good gauge of how businesses are feeling given current conditions. Um, so overall, we are in charge of the survey design, the analysis, dissemination, and we are sponsored, however, by Adelshaw Goddard, um, who are an international law firm. Um, so you can read our, our, our Scottish Business Monitor either on our site or, or on uh, AG's site as well. And I believe, Adam, last week's publication was of some significance for the Institute. I wonder if you could tell us just a bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. So as I mentioned, we're now 25 years into running the Business Monitor. And our latest survey was for Q4 2022, which marks our 100th business monitor. Um, so this is really exciting. I mean, we have some cool things in store over the um, coming month um, to celebrate this milestone. For example, we have a, one of our master's students here at Strathclyde University is currently in a day a week analysing some long-term trends and things like business sentiment since 1998. Um, so we'll be publishing them uh, publishing some cool results from that in, in the coming month. And we've also got something in store with our partner, Adoshaw Goddard. Um, so do keep an eye out for this. Um, but before we start with discussing the latest results, we just want to say from um, everyone at the Institute how, how grateful we are for those that do take part in our survey every quarter. Um, ben, I'm sure as you know, for as someone who's uh, ran the Business Monitor uh, for a number of years, um, it, it's difficult to get our sample size up to the desired 500 firms. Um, so we do really, really appreciate the firms across Scotland that do take the time out um, to uh, fill out our survey every quarter because it's it's them that gives us that kind of invaluable insight into you know how firms are feeling on the ground and their experiences um, across a range of sectors in the Scottish economy and we don't just use this analysis for the for our business monitor we use it for our commentary every quarter we use it um, for a range of our research and just for our general knowledge of the business environment so it's extremely invaluable. 
Absolutely. So given its importance to move, to move into the results then, um, what are the, the kind of key takeaway points from this latest survey? Yeah, so um, the net balance of all of our core indicators uh, for Q4 2022 are all negative for the first time since Q1 2021. Um, and these core indicators include um, current conditions around current trading, employment, turnover, sales, and so on. So this is quite a concerning result. However, after slipping into the red last quarter, business sentiment has bounced back ever so slightly and returned now to positive territory. Um, but it is worth noting that given current conditions in Q4 are all negative, you know, as firms look forward to the next six months, it's not unsurprising that business sentiment has improved slightly because we are comparing to a pretty poor baseline. And when we look at across other indicators of the business monitor, um, you know, business sentiment isn't great. So the majority of firms do expect growth in the Scottish economy to be particularly weak over the next year, unsurprisingly. Um, and concerningly, actually, you know, just 5% of uh, firms uh, felt more confident about the the outlook for the for the next year following the Scottish budget at the end of last year, and just twelve percent felt more confident after the UK government's autumn statement. Um, so some concerning results in there, um, and 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 one particularly interesting point I, I found in terms of business concerns. Um, is is the amount of firms quoting that energy costs and the price of inputs are of key concerns and have been of a key concern for them over the past year. But looking forward to the next year, um, the majority do expect that total employee cost. So so that is um, wages and national insurance. They expect that to be of particular concern. Um, so yes, not a, a a great picture. So just to touch on a, a few points in there, um, obviously one of the most talked about things um, in recent months or, or even the recent most recent year um, has been these cost pressures um, facing firms. Um, so I wonder if you could tell us a bit more about what the survey's told us about the biggest issues facing businesses in Scotland currently. Yeah, so this quarter we continue to ask firms about um, the costs that they're facing um, and, and, and interestingly and, and I guess I'm surprising again um, the majority sort of 90% of firms um, have seen their costs increase over the past year um, and, and and this has seen their costs increase by um, up to 50% so quite a large amount. Breaking this down by sector, professional services seems to be the least impacted, um, whilst manufacturing, hospitality and construction um, have been particularly hard hit. So just over a quarter of manufacturing firms and around 20% of hospitality and construction firms have seen their costs um, go up by more than 50% over the past year. And a staggering 5% of, of manufacturing firms have actually seen their costs more than double over the past year. Um, and, and, and interestingly, you know, we're dig, digging further into kind of what costs uh, are we talking about here? Well, unsurprisingly, energy costs um, have, have, have really impacted firms. Um, and we've been asking firms uh, for, for a number of quarters now how they expect the ongoing energy crisis and the hikes in their energy bills, um, how they expect this to impact their um, future operations. And similar to last survey, so Q3, um, around half of firms um, expect to reduce operations over the next year due to higher energy costs. But what's quite concerning, digging further into the data, is that the share of firms expecting to reduce operations by a large extent has increased by from 4% last quarter to now 7% uh, this quarter. 
but it's not all bad. Uh, we have seen some improvements if we if we're looking at the the sectoral data. Um, so, for example, hospitality has been particularly impacted by the ongoing energy crisis. However, we've seen a slight reduction um, in hospitality firms expecting to reduce operations over the next year due to these energy bills. Um, so there are some some glimmers of of, of um, improvements in the latest data. And just to touch on, on those improvements, then do you, do you feel that currently businesses are coping well with the current economic climate and um, adapting well, um, or do you do you think this creates a um, a more negative outlook um, for firms over the coming months? Yeah, I mean, I think overall firms are faced with significant cost pressures and challenges, but. As in any crisis, what we're seeing is uh, firms' ability to adapt um, and this cost of doing business crisis that we're in. Um, so just touching on the point of the energy crisis and energy costs, um, in our latest survey, we asked firms, you know, has the ongoing crisis sped up considerations to make any energy efficient improvements? And around 60% of firms said that this was the case. Um, and if we break this down by the size of, of, of firms, so kind of small and large businesses, small being those with one to 10 employees, large being um, those with over 250 employees, around 80% of large firms said that they expect um, to, to make energy efficient improvements because of the crisis. Um, and this compares to about half of, of smaller firms. Um, and overall, of these firms kind of across the whole economy, um, with an increased focus on in, in energy efficiency, the majority plan to increase energy efficiency of their business property. And this was followed by those plan to increase energy efficiency of their processes, installing energy efficient appliances, investing in micro generation, so this is um, things like solar panel and heat pumps and so on. And then this again, followed by investing in draft proofing, single double glazed, uh, uh, moving from single to double, triple glazed windows, installing smart meters and so on. Um, but interestingly, when, in, when asked um, what the biggest barriers were to making these improvements, um, around 60% said it was a price point. So it's a cost of making these improvements. And around 43% um, said that this was simply just infeasible for their business. And again, this was this was smaller firms um, making these points. And it is smaller businesses that face um, greater barriers to making energy efficient improvements as well. And in, in the wake of that, then in the wake of um, you know the significant cost pressures facing firms, the current economic climate, and then obviously as you mentioned um, from the key points that you know since our last business monitor we've had both a UK statement and um, a Scottish budget. Um, do firms at all seem optimistic about the upcoming year? Yeah, as I mentioned, you know there's pretty concerning stats when we're thinking about businesses. Um, response to the this um Scottish budget and, and the autumn statement. Um and, and and when we're looking at business sentiment, as I mentioned, it is slightly positive. Um but digging further into into you know um the, the drivers of business sentiment, um things like um uh, expectations around capital investment um and also expectations around exporting are negative. 
um, and have been negative for a number of years now. And what's quite concerning, not just for the growth in the Scottish economy over the next year or two years or so on, is that these two indicators are, are, are key drivers of productivity. So um, how much business investment we see in the economy, how open um, our economy is, um, are drivers not just of growth in the short term, but of more the, the medium and, and longer term. Um, so as we look further uh, afield, um, there's some worrying stats here in terms of the productivity and longer term economic growth of the Scottish economy. And just to, to, to finish off, um, we mentioned at the start there, um, sharing our thanks to the Institute for the number of people who've been involved um, in the Business Monitor um, since its inception in 1998. Um, and you mentioned how many, just how many firms um, get in touch every month to let us know um, what business sentiment is. Um, but I wonder if you could just tell us a bit more about how firms may get involved if they're not currently involved um, in the Scottish Business Monitor. Yeah, absolutely. So I mentioned at the start how grateful we are for the firms that take, you know, five, ten minutes out of, of, of every quarter to to um, respond to our survey. And, and and if we if you would like to to get involved, if we don't already um, capture you in our survey, then um, you can email us um, at sbs-fraser-survey at strath.ac.uk. Um, and we'd be more than happy to add you to our mailing list. Um, respondents of our survey are sent a copy of the Scottish Business Monitor on the day of publication. So you'll be one of the first people uh, to read our latest results. Um, and you can kind of see um, and, and compare and think back to you know when you filled out the survey how how your responses differ to to, to others in the economy um and and if you didn't catch any of that and in terms of the email and stuff we will um be uh, attaching our contact details uh, in the bio of this podcast um but again thank you very much to uh, the firms that fill out our survey every quarter we greatly appreciate it yeah, just to echo that thanks um, from myself as well. Um, it's, it's greatly appreciated um, and, of course, gives us a great insight to how businesses are feeling um, each quarter in the Scottish economy. Um, well, Adam, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, if you are interested in doing the whole Scottish Business Monitor publication, you can find that on our website. Um, we also keep your eyes peeled next week for the publication of our quarterly commentary. Next week, there will also be our event at the Scottish Storytelling Centre, which you can attend in person or online. If you head over to our website, um, you will find the banner for the event um, where you can sign up via Eventbrite um, or email us at fraser at strath.ac.uk. Um, but until then, um, until our next Fraser Lander podcast, we'll see you then.